Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. two cats there's one in my lap and one on the arm of my chair hello everybody welcome back to department of the dead my name is amanda and i just want to say that this pre-roll that i was saving for a hot minute has been totally worth the wait i will remind my co-host when he comes back are you talking to yourself I have been, yes. I was just like, I'm just going to do it so it's not awkward. And then I could just be like, hi, Thought. And you could be like, hi, my name is Thought. My name is. My name is. Does this look crooked or anything? Does what look crooked? I don't, I guess. Why are you asking me? It looked crooked. In, in my condition. I'm not sober either. Oh, we're, we're recording. Thoughts Yes, are we are. You want to hear a funny story about this fireplace? Sure. Tell me if, oh, wait. Wait. Tell me a funny story about the fireplace. Well, that, I might have to. I might have to redo that because I just realized that the entire introduction I did was, I had the mic completely. We're gonna have to start over. So hi. Um, I realized that I had the mic directly on throat, so it was just purring the entire time, and I was not clear at all. So to start over, hi, I'm Amanda. And Thoughty, Thoughtimus. And where are we? What are we doing today? I'm outside today. I'm by the fire with a... No, who are we? What is this doing? Who are we? What is this? <laughs> Very high right now. Action. <laughs> if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, you are totally missing out. Oh my gosh, my cat is climbing higher. This is danger zone. You are... Who are we? Like, like so a... Depar- Department of the Dead? Yes. Ah. I didn't mention that. Oh my God, my cat. Do you hear him? No. Do you swear? I'm also deaf, but no, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. You hear it now? I still don't. <laughs> I really don't. I'm. I can't it's hear anything. Cat ASMR. Do you hear the? Is the fire annoying? Do you hear the fire? No, I don't hear the fire. What are you doing, cat? My cat is just <laughs> leaning on me hard. You stop! Oh my god! Just lay down. Hi. We are. We we established. <laughs> we are. We. And what are we doing today? Funny story about the fireplace. Fireplace first. It's not a fireplace. Okay. It's, it's one of the propane fire pits. They're very nice. Yes. Continue. Yes. I had one in Texas. And then when we moved here, brought it. And then when things happened, my ex sold it. Yeah. I, I don't know who she sold it to, but I'm going for a walk in the neighborhood, actually helping a friend down the street. And what do I see on the side of the street? I don't know if it's the same one or not, but crushed it. We're back. Trash pit. It's you great. should get that engraved on the side of it. Trash pit. No, it's perfect. It is perfect. Perfect. Tra- Will you get off of me? Cat, this is not okay. Have you ever seen a cat like this before? No. It has leech vibes. <laughs> Bar- almost like barnacle. Oh, are you a barnacle? You're the yeah. ship barnacle. Oh, this isn't touch screen. Fuck, I don't know how to work anything. I thought he's got your laptop, everyone updates yes that's what we needed to give people you know what i'm gonna do i need to put the cat away because he is getting up in my business sir please 
put the cat and away. Are, yeah, I, I might have to put him in the backpack because, or at least in his cat room, because he will start body slamming himself onto the door. And it's sure. loud. He, you know, he cat, does it. It's you know, so loud. I will have to post a video of it for you guys. Just my cat body slamming himself into the dog door. Hey, little idiot. Okay, so this cat's allowed. She's cute, but she doesn't try to like get up in my face, which I appreciate. She doesn't. She doesn't want any mic time. No, she's not really. No, she's pretty shy. She's just a little baby. Where'd she go? Yeah, tree calls her my little shadow. Dude, fucking my dog is shadow anymore. Not that he can see no. shadow. Oh yeah, life updates. You go first. Life updates. No, you go first. Because you have very exciting updates. Mine are sad. All right. Okay. What kind of fun? Yours are sad? I rescued a dog. My friend found him in the street by her house and gifted him to me. He's a blind shih tzu. He's only a year old, though. year and a half old. Still got little baby teeth. And he's a sweet boy. And I love him. He's out here now somewhere. So just, does he have his eyes or are they just like cataracts? <laughs> no, he, he has eyes. Okay. <laughs> I have to ask because there's like sometimes those one-eyed cats, you know, they get in a cat fight. They just. Like, it's confusing because he doesn't have cataracts either because he's so young too. And the vet was like, no, he's like blind, blind. It's and it's not like those beds are puppy. low, right? Shih tzus. Mm -hmm. But like he, with them up, with them down, like he can't see unless he's playing stupid. I don't know, but he might be a puppy mill puppy, which is unfortunate, but they still deserve love. Oh, he no, he's we fucking love each other. I love that dude. He's so need, cute. I think we needed each other, honestly. I love the fact that you take that dog into grocery stores. That makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Honestly, besides when I know my work days that are gonna be longer, he comes to work with me too. Work update, I started clearing from the military what? your fiance says we both see which way the wind is blowing which i like he told me that i think today or yesterday yeah i'm excited i have a lot of things planned i'm pretty pumped honestly i thought when this day would come i'd be scared or upset but I think right now I'm super excited for life after the army. Are you trying to go back to school or like? Yeah, I need two credits for my bachelor's. So I picked a school that I like to have my master's in because two credits really. Um, so it's me, Oregon State is like what I am shooting for my uh, master's. So finish my bachelor's in um, Fucking botany with a with my master's being in mycology, so the study of fungus. Ooh, that's so creepy. So you could tell us about if that showed The Last of Us and like how scarily accurate it is or isn't. Which exactly. I'm, I yeah, that's but no, that's that is so interesting. So what made you get into mushrooms? I mean, besides honestly, when... no, no, it's honestly the fun kind. This is the backstory. And this can be a segue into my future endeavor. Things I can say and cannot say, I guess, to people listening. So looking and reading into the health benefits of mushrooms, specifically mushrooms that have like psilocybin in them, which is the component that makes mushrooms magical, enormous health benefits. And they haven't really been studied since Nixon, Amanda's favorite president. Uh, 
shut down the study of them. Pretty much the, the Drug Act, which when like LSD and mushrooms became illegal, the study of them became illegal too. So 60 years of no study with them until just recently. And me being in a state where thankfully is a little more lenient towards that stuff. I've been reading into it a lot and learning. And the next year or two, fuck it, in Colorado, their Natural Medicine Health Act kicks in. And mushrooms are already legal here. So if you're from Colorado and you're listening, you can ingest and you can gift and you can grow. And it's completely legal. When you take income, take money, it becomes illegal. It becomes, you know, drug dealing or whatever. But right now, if you're growing, if you're gifting for free, it's completely fine. But come early 2025, you can start having um, therapy clinics called a healing center. And think of that as you would going to see your therapist, whatever you're dealing with in your life. Go and see them. And there's still things working out with like legislation and like laws and certifications. But a part of your segment here is at the clinic is you take psilocybin. So how they do it in the UK, or at least uh, studies in the UK, there's a psilocybin pill with X amount of the component in it. And uh, you take that at a lower dose, find your tolerance for it, and then you go from there. My like vision though, like my personality and my humor, don't want the clinic setting. I don't want the white walls. I don't want the overbearing behavioral analysts. I want it to be more chill, like spa setting, we'll say for starters, you know, because I love candles. So start candles, but I want it to involve visuals. So obviously psilocybin and visuals go together. So I wanted to involve stuff on the TV, like movies, but not a two hour movie. So let's say you're dealing with. Yo, yeah. I was going to say, I remember, sorry to interject, but this is an idea for your business. So I loved Mesmerica. Do you remember when I told you guys about that? Yeah. Oh God, it was like a couple months ago, but I've been like twice. I love it. And I remember it was when tree was gone on a work trip and I was by myself but I was like you know what I'm gonna take an edible and I'm gonna go watch Mesmerica and it was like a, a dome like a planetarium dome I love going to those science centers did you ever like doing that as a kid I Loved still do space. I still fucking I fucking time, love it trip, it's... Like, if when I go to the sphere in Vegas I'm gonna shit my pants God, we are on the spectrum we love globes and sphere. Hold on. Observatories. Oh god, it gave me a chill. No, it, you could probably like if you could build like a hexagonal or I think that's what they're called a geo geodome. Oh my god, in Colorado, like they have a ton of those. Just you should buy one of those homes. They have those homes that are in the mountainside, and they have the geodesic dome. And you could probably just set up a projector and then just, you know, completely black out light around like it's probably a living room, right? So you have a bathroom, you have a kitchen, you could live in the attic if you wanted to, or you could live in a little tiny home like on the, on the property. Yeah. Attic's too big for me. Just uh, a tiny home on the property and then you can go inside and like use the, use the, you know, washer dryer and it's already heated. How, what's written right now? at least like loosely written is like there's like a pre that was a brilliant idea i hope you write that down write it down i'll re-listen because i'll forget it anyways okay <laughs> there's like a pre-brief like this is what we're doing today if it's your first time if it's your third time whatever maybe an up and dosage but this is what you're this is what we're doing today 
It's what's occurred in the past. And just the psilocybin pills, question mark, asterisk. And then you go through your treatment. Can you do copies, capsules that you can dissolve in copies? Question mark, asterisk. Okay. Yeah, that's a big question mark, asterisk. Put, put, a, put, a, put, a, put a bookmark in that one as well. Yeah, oh, BTW just might be joining us. Oh, fun. Roomba. Uh, you're good. So question mark, asterisk, because that's a big part of ingesting it is like pills. When I think of pills, I think of therapy. I don't like, I've been to therapy for myself, for couples therapy. I don't, didn't like it then, don't like it now. I've been, and this is like, I'm working, I suck at drawing, but I'm working on a drawing. When I'm prescribed Prozac now, and I don't like it, right? The drawing is the, um, again, there's things I can say and can't say. The drawings, you know, like you're, the, the fucking goddamn pill bottle, right? But out of the top is mushrooms growing because the benefits for depression and mushrooms with psilocybin are astronomical. And I wish I came here with more stats, but SSIRs like Prozac and antidepressants don't work for everybody and they're not healthy for you. So I was going to say, you'd be surprised with just instead of treating depression and anxiety with SSRIs, what you could do with, you know, Adderall. I'm on Adderall right now, but oh my God, like my quality of life between what my mental health was like a year, year and a half ago compared to what it is right now. Holy shit. That's why it made me so upset when I saw it. Not so upset, but just kind of pissed off when I saw that thing. People discouraging going to the VA for mental health because they're like, oh, then they're going to take your guns. I'm like, you literally have to be at a conservatorship for that to happen. Something bad ought to have happened. And then even then you could still appeal it. Yeah. It's discouraging getting therapy, which I think is good, or at least getting a prescription or getting a referral for a health clinic like you know, or a wellness center like what you what you have because they, My- I think they do. Hey, sorry, squirrel. Hello, it's tree there. There we go. That's oh, not. No, it's not tree. So just yes. Hello. Hello. Are you? You look good. Where are you at? What are you doing? Thanks. I might need to throw a shirt on. I'm in Virginia helping a friend move. All right. Yeah, how's Christmas. it going? Hi. We were getting an update about Thoughts Business and we were just like interjecting with things. But yeah, so Thoughts Thoughts is centered around thought. And so he's sharing his life updates with us and then we're going to get his thoughts on some things. Like the one thing that you put in our notes app. Oh my God, Jess. Wait, what did Jackie I Jackie Kennedy. Oh, I sheet thoughts, thoughts on that. Yes. He does eat sheet metal. What you guys talking about? It's like a whole thing on TikTok. Somebody just went on a whole tangent on TikTok and they're like, fuck Jackie Kennedy. And she's just the cutest, you know, she means well, whatever. They're like in sand shark teeth. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Pause time out, time out. Thought you could continue telling your story because I I know that you and I have had an in-depth conversation with about this, but I don't think Jess has had that yet. And the listeners obviously need an update. And I really want some mushroom coffee tea 
stuff because now that we were talking about mushrooms, like now I really, really want this stuff and it like actually helps me stay focused. So maybe I won't like trail off in a million different directions. Yeah. So I'm going to make some tea real quick. You continue giving life updates, especially with Jess. Right. Okay, break. Wait, hold on. Wait, before you leave, what, what was like the last thing you said before Jess signed on? I was just talking about shying away from actually going and seeking um, okay. mental health right. because of fear of, don't, don't take my guns. Don't leave yet, Amanda, because you're in chat. Okay. Or do you want me to wait yeah. for you to do what you're doing? All right. So something like I've noticed through like me being in the army and then, you know, friends and then having soldiers, it's too in-house, I think. A lot of people don't go to sick call like for serious issues or behavioral health. Like a lot, I know a bunch of people don't go to sick call for if they think they have STDs because they're going to people in house, like in the company, in the battalion, right? People in the army don't have small mouths. You know what I'm saying? So if you go there and bring it up to a medic in house, again, these people know you. And if they don't, guess what? They go to the barracks, specialist so-and-so has something or thinks he does even, or she. Obviously, there's ways around that in different clinics, but especially there's the like younger kids. no privacy. Kid. No, there's not. Especially like the younger kids. But like, That's why they- I hated, I can I interject like real quick before I go make this tea? This is why I hated the fact that like I knew providers, not just medics, providers who would talk shit about their patients, but not using their names. And then- they would be technically getting away with it because of HIPAA. I'm like, dude, if I can put two and two together to figure out who the fuck you're talking about, so can all the soldiers who are within earshot of you can understand this. And they would talk about this in like the defects, like on deployments and stuff and or like on rotations. I mean, hey, I'll call myself out. I went to gunnery one summer and I was using that shower to shower stuff because, you know, we just couldn't shower all the time. And I ended up using too much and it accumulated in between my boobs. And I ended up getting a yeast infection in between my boobs. I was making bread in between my boobs. Mm-hmm. And I the maid didn't know you can grow bread in between your boobs, but the staff sergeant. Well, I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have the cleavage. For the okay, I'm sorry. I just added not, myself. I am flat. Hello. Okay. You're not missing out. But the staff sergeant that was okay. in that medical platoon ended up like, you know, I have no shame because it's not a big deal. I just didn't know about the whole baby powder, shower to shower thing. You know, you use a little bit, you don't use a lot. And so she ended up telling everybody, and I didn't care because it's not something sensitive like an STD or anything. But I'm just like, dude, that's still not okay. Like HIPAA everything involved like you you shouldn't be putting my business out there if i put my business out there that's one thing but you as a professional as you know the the medic platoon sergeant like you shouldn't be saying those things so absolutely it's just too close for comfort so add that on top of something very sensitive as to you know mental health issues what have you of course they're not going to want to go have that judgment, have that scrutiny, and have that be part of your gossip. Please be so fucking for real. Talk about something else, please. I remember. I think a lot of us shy away from that because of how fast work is around me, especially like in the barracks. And then in like behavioral health, like I, I was in behavioral health and I walk in and it, there, again, there's no shame to it. I think what people became shameful of is because like army, like 10 years ago, there was no, I mean, behavioral health wasn't so much of a thing, but like people weren't going there to get out of the army so much. 
So now like when you go there, everyone knows people using BH to get out of shit and it devalues like people with actual issues that want to go there. Cause you know that anyone listening that's been Yeremy for four plus years, you know, the people that go to those places to behavioral health and it devalues it. And it's, I don't know, not saying shy away from it and not go to it, but Take that's it why, seriously. that's why there's that stigma about it. Yeah. And if you want to dick around and just be a shit bag or sham, just say that you have a dental appointment. Let's not add behavioral health to it. The issue is like I, when I went to behavioral health, cause again, like I avoided it for a long time. And when I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And I walk in and guess what? Other people I know, nobody wants to deal with that shit. Nobody wants to see friends. Like I know some people do because, oh, I'm not alone. That I think that's bullshit, but I don't want to walk in. Oh, there's my fucking coworker. There's my private. Actually, there's a private I know in the company. No, it's none of their fucking business. It's none of my fucking business. And here we are looking at each other, waiting for this number to be called. And I think it's inappropriate. Again, when you're called in. For sure, pop off queen, but fucking while you're waiting, while you're there, like it's, I don't know. Again, like the funding isn't there probably, but spread it out. Don't make a brigade or battalion behavioral health clinic. Have a post behavioral health clinic, spread it out. My behavioral health specialist shouldn't be in my brigade. Have he or she be in a different brigade. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one knows who I am in first brigade. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's just too close for comfort, and and unfortunately, it's not, like, it's not professional. And if the army wants to pretend to be professional, like if they want to pretend they give a fuck, start with privacy and start where like soldiers can have some type of like semblance of, okay, like I'm gonna go and take care of myself for a change, and I don't want the the deterrence to be someone I work with, someone I know. When you like outside the army, right? Like before the military or after the military, when you go to the clinic, you don't know them. You don't work with them. Right. And it's sick. I'm going to say where the fuck I want because I'm comfortable and I will never see you again until I'm here again. And you can tell your fucking neighbor. I don't care. None of you know who I am, but in the army, right. Or mil all the military. I'm sure. I don't, I don't fucking know. No, we all live together. We all sleep together and everyone talks about everything. My first, when I was a private, my first team chief said, or almost said my real name. My first team chief said, Thotty, the army is high school with guns. And it's fucking true. The drama, the clicks, whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's true. Picture the NTC toilets. We have to pee and shit in front of each other's shower. And it's a whole other level of talking or being in the same room, knowing that you're in a very vulnerable state. Yeah. Um, imagine, imagine, yeah, that. That draws people away. It does. Again, like speaking from experience too, not just things like my friends or my soldiers that told me, but speaking from experience, like I didn't go to BH for a long time because I knew who was going there. The minimal resources that we have yeah. are going to fuck Very face. scarce. Who just yeah. wants to get out of work? Yeah. Or this isn't, or yeah. everyone knows, like I'm not talking about everyone. I understand there's real shit that goes on. But that's like the stigma and whatever I have experienced that goes behind it and the people that avoid it because of those people. The reason why I wasn't going there is I didn't want to see X, Y, and Z type of person that I worked with. And I walk in and guess what? 
X, Y, and Z person's there. I work with X, Y, and Z person. Great. You know, it still took me over eight years to see somebody and did it help? Fuck no. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it helps talking to people. If you're listening, like, through Amanda remembers, like, God, so long ago, like when like military memes first started, we had something called Amanda. Oh, no, wait, she's putting on her headphones. Salty, do you hear By what? Do you remember more than memes when that was going around? Oh, yeah. So like, long time ago. Yeah, long time ago. Uh, and you know, like the popular meme pages, military meme pages, because I still get asked for help and people call me on Instagram and will say they're going to kill themselves and they need help. They just need people, someone to talk to. An anonymous person isn't in their battalion, brigade, company, battery, whatever, which is mm -hmm. what I am. Until unless you're a Patreon member, then I'm not anymore. But uh, yeah, which that was like the idea behind my original idea, which was the like the sticker project Iron Man female. Yeah. But it was just like to if somebody had it on their water bottle or whatever, it was a signifier. Oh, that is a person that wasn't going to go to the chain of command to tell about if you get sexually assaulted or harassed or whatever, like a safe person to go to. That was my idea behind it. And now I've moved past that, but I can't give that life update yet because it's still in the works, but I've sent you both my papers. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the sorry, things I didn't mean to interject. I'm sorry. Well, I keep looking at the No, but everything that, you know, Thani has said is absolutely valid. And it, and it, now that, you know, I've been out for a couple of years, oh. I can openly say it, but, and I have said it before, it, it didn't really take me going through a traumatic experience for me to go get help. It took me, it took it affecting me and me establishing a really bad drinking problem to me, to it affecting work. I was so ashamed and I knew that this is my breaking point. Like I need to go get help. And unfortunately, like my behavioral health was right next to my company i could cough and my therapist could hear it they're like oh yeah was that you coughing because like, i got very distinct the option to get to go to a different brigade because they no. should give you no. that option they gave me no. that option when i, I mean, they gave me that option because i knew good. the people in I, I i was in a medical brigade so if i went to you know our brigades oh that's just yeah. like a complete conflict of interest my, absolutely not my my previous experience which is really the, again, the only experience because all I wanted was medication to try it, which is Prozac. Uh, Cause again, I'm in my thirties, right? Like I've been to marriage therapy. I've been to individual therapy. Like I get it. I can articulate myself. I know what good feelings and bad feelings are. So I didn't want to talk to an E4, right? Like I didn't need that. Still don't. So like they gave like the inpatient for me for whatever. I was like, like respectfully, don't give a fuck. Like I want to talk to a doctor, like an MD, and I need medication. And that's what I said. And they said, here's her number. Call her. And I did. And went to her, cried for a bit. I got meds, which is what, that's all I wanted was to try it. I don't need to vent. I have plenty of friends to vent to if I, if I need to. That's yeah. a good doctor. That's a really good doctor. Like that, well, get, plus two, that's on the provider to have that level of awareness. Is this person doing, you know, Especially, especially higher up leadership, especially because they're the ones like your rank and your grade. You guys are dealing with a lot. You, you're at different life stages than, you know, a private or a specialist is. 
Yeah. yeah. And it could, it, that's, that's really depending, but you know, same, same thing. And especially, you know, the higher ranking you go, like the more stress you have. And so you should be able to, if you kind of have that level of self-awareness, okay, I meet X, Y, Z boxes and you kind of almost chart out what you think you have. And then you have a meeting with your PCM and then it's okay. Call, if you have friends and stuff, call it like a, you know, before you speak to your command like referral that you could you yeah. could come in with like letters of, re- of referrals or whatever this person's not a threat to themselves this is i'm vouching for them and write yeah. it like an mfr for it and give it to the provider yeah absolutely i, was, I would think that that would fly like legally and i i talked to her how i did with yous, you guys y'all whatever yeah. the fuck people say yes i was i'm in my 30s if you want my therapy record like for self or others i'll give it to you i was like Ma'am, I don't want medication. My medication for a long time was exercise. And when I knew it wasn't working was when I was exercising, which always helped cope with depression, anxiety. And then it got to the point where I was working out four times a day because four? once when I was in, again, again, I was in really good shape this summer. Um, and I love, I love, I love that part of it. Um, but it's an unhealthy coping yeah, mechanism at the end of the day. Oh, I told her, I was like, what's next? I'm going to skydive to feel better. You know, I'm going to prolong in a volcano. I want to try medication, like an SSIR, just to see what it's, you know, before I fucking blow my head off. Wait, have you seen Working Moms? Oh my God, I love that show. The, the newest season, and it was like the redhead chick, she gets hit by a car. And then she gets that TBI, and ever since then, she was like seeking adrenaline. It just wasn't the same, and just yeah, yeah. it was a result of like, a TBI. And I was just like now having a moment, like girl preaching to the choir. Body? I don't want, I don't want, you know, I don't need any more adrenaline than I have or testosterone for sure. But you know what I'm saying? Though, like I worked out to deal cope with my depression, and then yeah. I don't. And I eat healthy, like I cook my own food, I eat healthy. People who know me, like you guys that know me, you, you know. You're like, so domestic. Eggs. Eggs, eggs. dude. So many I love eggs. I love I eggs. Slam and well, I make him I make him eggs every morning now too. Oh, I bet his coat is all shiny because of dude, it. He's now. so he's shiny good. and so soft. No, he's a good boy. He loves the warm fire too. Um, little Ewok. He's an Ewok. Um, but so that's where I was like I don't, I don't want medication. Never don't even take ibuprofen. I don't want this. I need it to try. And I took 10 milligrams of Prozac a day, went to 20 and then I went to 40 and or 42 times a day, 80 a day, which is like the max you can take. Didn't feel good either like mentally or like physically with someone who's like in tune with like his body. Um, like this, I'm so shaky. Everyone's like, why are your hands shaking? I'm like, like literally like, just like this, just sitting there, no caffeine or anything. I'm like, oh, it's a, a side effect. Oh, a side effect of what? And again, no, sh- like I have no shame being on Prozac a lot. So many, so many people I know in the military are on it, but it's, I don't, me personally, I don't want to be on it. And that's why my ex-wife being in the health, cl- health realm as well, being a behavioral analyst and fucking doctor, I knew, I know what is good and bad for your body. That's why I started seeking outside remedies that are good for you. And I. That's so good, though. That is so. It feels like a 
does it feel kind of almost like a full circle journey? It, I mean, I hate to say what the word journey. Have, but... you, have you ever seen? Yeah. Social Network with the fu- about Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. yes. What is it called? The Social Network. I think it's that one. Yeah. Or that, like I think there's a, like a there's a there's a Netflix series of something. Well, like the movie, the movie was like fuckface, the little curly haired. But like in that movie, Social Network or the network, where the fuck it's called, he has like several like epiphanies almost, where he's like he like looks left and right and kind of just, like has to leave the setting to go home and like work on this. When I had this like epiphany about this company that I want to start, uh, like that, that was it. Like, quite frankly, Amanda and Jess, like I stopped what I was doing and just started writing. I started researching. I started like, I, I know a few lawyer friends, thankfully before they were lawyers, now they're lawyers in the same state. So like it's, and I'm in the state where one of two states between Colorado and Oregon that have like the natural medicine health act it was literally i felt i was like holy fuck if stars weren't aligning and then me leaving the military at the same time like jesus christ thought he like this this is it and i've always loved helping people even if it's just listening which 75 percent of the time i think i what- totally was listening i'm sorry i was just getting the tea bag out of my tea which speaking sure. it's my mushroom tea i'm really excited to have it it finally looks like it's cooled off a little bit like, that's really um, cool that you just you just started writing and you're like this is it this is what i want to do i think that's really dope and from there like i reached out to uh denver to department of regional affairs to they're called dora and a couple other ones but they're in charge of like regulating and certifications for the healing center in 2025 but i still have to wait till this coming january 2024 for at least the first groundwork of, hey, this is what needs to happen. And they go from there. That's when a board fucking happens, I guess. These are board members. These board members are going to determine who is certified, what you need to run this. And where I'm reading is it's going to mirror the cannabis scene here in Colorado. And a lot of the states, like the shops anyways, you'll be able to get mushrooms that way. But speaking on the therapy side, the therapeutic side is going to be a little different. Because not many people besides Spain do it. Use it for therapy. Dude, you know what you should do? Go to Spain? No. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go to to Spain and get another one of those geodome homes. You know what I'm talking about, Uh, Jesse? They're all over Colorado. Yeah, geodomes. I've, I'll look it up and like I'll, I'll I'll put it on here for those of you who are subscribed to the Patreon or whatever. But yeah, I said that you could put like a planetarium by it for the healing center, and then like in the center of it, it's like that geodome that you could do light shows on, like a planetarium, and black cool. out everything. You take shrooms, you just lay there on a mat, like a yoga mat, and just like. If it can be group settings, like I think that's great, and that's where it comes back to. There's gonna be. A, there's going to be a, probably a, a million healing centers in Colorado. Like, I'm not the first one thinking of this right now. But what, how I think is uh, like visually with, I don't, there's probably a word for it, but we'll call it cinema therapy where it'll be like clips, right? So if you dealt with uh, family trauma, trauma, sexual abuse, PTSD, they, the client can either decide, like scroll through and pick what they want to watch or the therapist can. Again, this is just me thinking about things. That's actually an actual, it's not, it's, 
it's a variant of a, a treatment method that I have heard of before. Continue. That's this is very interesting. Yeah. Whatever you're there for, we'll stick to military. No, we'll stick to ignorant of dying civilian military. Doesn't this? It's not a military based behavioral health clinic, but you're afraid of dying, right? Or family trauma. They can pick, or the therapist can pick. We'll call it thirty minutes or less. They sit in this very comfy therapeutic room candle lazy boy right blankies whatever the fuck you want and you watch it right again there's a three brief you go through it you watch it i'm having fa i had family trauma growing up like a lot of people do and a lot of girls that i know go to therapy and talk about family guys don't talk about family ever they'd go and talk about family in therapy so here's a family clip right we'll call it fucking oh god hold on amanda make this faster i Hold on, I could I could tell you of a good a good example of a clip of a of a guy feeling overwhelmed with all the expectations that are thrust upon him is It's a Wonderful Life and George Bailey. Okay. Like you could be on I bet you that'd be really profound when you're on shrooms. And it's not supposed to be like I'm on shrooms, holy fuck. I'm on shrimps this is crazy. No, not like, oh my god, this is crazy. It's just oh my god. It's like helping oh, yeah. like a, you know what I mean? Like process your own when, grief in a way. From the first time I took them to another time I took them, I'm not closed-minded sober by any means, but completely open-minded. I felt more aligned with my family, felt more aligned with my job, with friendship, right? And that's not just me. That's a lot. So many people have said that after using mushrooms and psilocybin. If you take, right, here's this short video, 30 minutes, right? Of, like you said, Amanda, that movie, and then here it is, and then uh, post-brief. But again, I know the effects of mushrooms and psilocybin last longer than an hour, so that's where there's going to be some, it's, it's honestly going to be one client a day probably per analyst, right? So eight-hour days, it's one client, unless we can dose enough where it's four-hour shifts, two, pers two people a day, and it's going to have to be a microdose starting off. Because even like in the UK, they're taking two and a half grams and saying that's a lot. Like in the people in the documentary, Amanda, like I told you, Magic Medicine is what they were taking their second time. And I really recommend you guys watch it. It's called Magic Medicine on Amazon because SSIRs don't work on everybody. Therapy doesn't work on everybody. That's I will say that for someone who's been doing intensive therapy once a week, every week for nine years, doing psilocybin therapy honestly helped me feel like I kind of skipped the line of, you know, at least five years of progressive improvement in therapy. And I felt like at one point I was just re-traumatizing myself in therapy. And even just a small dose of psilocybin really gave me the peace and the clarity as well as just letting go of that burden that I was constantly carrying. And, you know, some people are so desperate to find that peace that they'll do anything to achieve it. And so they think that they have to go big with psilocybin or ayahuasca or things like that, when really all you need is just a little bit to start in order to help start your mind. Yeah. Options. Like, you, don't, you, don't, know, you know, it doesn't have to go from like zero to yeah, ayahuasca no, trip. Before. I don't want and I don't think psilocybin mushrooms or LSD should be a big step. But like the movies, whatever, the stigma, the stereotype of like shrooms, right? I ingest shrooms. 
the world's going to turn upside down. I'm going to see dragons. Incorrect. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's natural. It's healthy. It's a literal mushroom fungus that grows differently from what you buy in fucking whatever grocery stores near your house. And this, this kind, really good. this kind at the right dose connects your serotonin levels like SSIRs kind of do. The, the psilocybin has similar compounds where your serotonin is more intact. And then when you take more of the psilocybin, that's when things become kind of trippy, as I say. But right now, if you take the correct amount for health reasons, like for depression, like, I don't know, what did I take? I took a mushroom. I feel better than I did if I took something that was made in a, a lab. I feel a lot better. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's no shame in it. Like, I'm not tripping. There's no dragons. Floors aren't melting. If you wanted to get that point to really find who you are, find yourself, you can. If you want to, if you're dealing with stuff, like if you, you want to do that, for sure, do it. I, I honestly recommend it at least once in your life. Do it with a friend, though, that's sober. And I promise you will come out of it a better person, like a thousand fucking percent. And again, you're eating a mushroom. At the end of the day, it's going to wear off and it, it's completely healthy and natural. I think also allowing yourself to surrender to the medicine or, you know, psilocybin, mushrooms, whatever you want to call it, whatever terminology you want to use, allowing yourself to surrender to it is beautiful. It's scary. A lot of my friends who have done that stuff have found themselves afraid and they're like, oh, I'm scared. They didn't even take a lot, but, and I experienced that as well with ayahuasca. It's like, you don't want to go into the depths of your mind because you don't know what's there, but that's the most beautiful part. And that's where there is healing. So you can take a little bit to introduce yourself to that experience, to those healings, but also don't hold back. You know, allow yourself to really explore your mind and let go. And letting go is probably one of the hardest parts. But once you do, you can fully benefit from it. And there's a reason why a lot of folk and a lot of healing centers who specialize in psychedelic healing, they will introduce you to ayahuasca or ibogaine or DMT. The night before, you'll do mushrooms to kind of get you used to that feeling so that you fully get the full benefits of that experience. And they'll constantly say, integrate the medicine, integrate those lessons into your sober day-to-day -day life. You know, if you can remember anything from your experiences while you're, you know, tripping or in the medicine, whatever terminology you want to use, like journal it, write it down. And then even in the midst of say, like I'm full blown, angry, yelling, arguing with one of my siblings. And I'm like, you know what? Why am I doing this? Why am I repeating bad behaviors or behaviors that don't serve me? And that's what they mean by integrating the medicine. So the things that I've learned or that I had seen during those psychedelic trips, I'm like, hey, this isn't worth it. I'm consuming myself in anger and it's just going to linger. I don't feel good when I'm arguing with my sibling or with whomever. And I don't like being angry. I'm not an angry person. And so integrating the medicine means, hey, you know what? It's like this really deep level of clarity where you see through the person in front of you and you're like, this person is deeply disturbed. They are not at peace with themselves. They are miserable and they want you to feel the way that they feel. And you're mimicking that back by arguing. 
We literally had this conversation. I remember this. And you you and I were like, everything, when somebody is that angry and, you know, projecting that much hate, and I will say it, hate, but they're projecting that much hate. You can't tell me that they deep down are, like you said, at peace with themselves. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a fucking minute. Yeah. I don't, I don't. It's also kind of sad because I never thought that part of my healing journey would trigger other people because i'm like when I my family someone... is in therapy but not just because of me like all my siblings yeah. got my mom to go to therapy yeah like i, but... I think i have a, i have a really hard time with emotions i a lot of my, my i don't know how to smile like my smile's fake the laugh that people hear even if i think it's funny i don't know how to look physically i do not know how to laugh i don't know how to make noise when i laugh I don't know how to do these normal everyday social functions. And again, reading about this stuff a lot, it helps kind of like bring that side of you out. Like I, I know how to talk to people because I guess I've been doing it for a long time, but a lot of the people that are oppressed or, you know, hermits who are just moping about and they don't know how to, they have the resources, but they don't know how to like, I guess, express themselves. And what, like what psilocybin again does, it's not like being high, similar, but like less from my experience, like less like foggy and more like a tuned high, either, either use talk, you look at, you both want to say something. You're able to connect with your body because maybe in your upbringing, your childhood, or even as an adult, you never felt safe enough to feel and express your emotions. And so psilocybin helps you connect and feel safe with expressing yourself it removes that shame that guilt any layered connotations that inhibited you from expressing yourself authentically it's very easy to mimic and a lot of us have picked up on mannerisms that are socially acceptable and and normal in order yeah or like like, by by any means now i think i'm just sad if it but like growing up, like I was converted, like I'm still like super in public, love camaraderie. Oh, you, you could still be somebody who is going out and forcing yourself to go out. And then there's people who are the extroverted type and then they need to go out to recharge their social battery. But then it gets to the point where it's, it's too much, then they have to go back. Right. Even as well, somebody who has always been extroverted i also feel like in some ways i'm too much or i'm often misunderstood and so a lot of my emotions that are projected are things that have been calculated that hey these are okay these are okay emotions to have if i ever say you know that 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 scene in the barbie movie she's you guys ever think about dying and she's like in the club and like dancing it's that's me i want to have these like fully deep conversations but it's never been okay and i'm like six seven saying these things and it's like a weird thing to talk about they're more like why aren't you singing why aren't you dancing that's the typical jessica that we're used to and so i'm like oh okay so it's only okay for me to be entertaining for me to be charming and i reached a certain point where i was just always exhausted by being so extroverted because that's all that I felt like was accepted for me to be. And again, releasing all of this guilt, the shame, anxiety, it really allows me to be just my whole self. And if I don't vibe with everybody, that's okay. I don't have to. 
I don't have to add this whole people pleasing aspect to myself to feel like, oh, okay, this is okay. This is, you know, this is good. This is nice. Because I constantly feared my parents worrying about those different little things that I had to hold back. So it's safe for me to be myself because I found my people. And if you aren't my people, then that's okay. Like, I don't have to like everybody and not everyone has to like me. I know that that's such a, you know, cookie cutter, easy thing to say, but to really truly live it was something that I didn't fully accept or believe. I can say it all I want, but fully believing it and fully embracing it is totally different. And so I'm super grateful for, you know, my experiences with psychedelics because it allowed me to fully just free myself from my own shackles as well as the shackles of like society, my upbringing, my culture, et cetera. On top of everything that I've done, it really does add to my healing journey because I don't carry my traumas day to day with me. It might still affect me in some way, shape or form. But as you can see, thought you will have no shortage of customers at this healing center. Yeah. Before we get too deep, because I'm like, we got to put something funny in here at some point, but I do want to continue having the conversation. No. But I do have questions about that topic that you dropped one, in there earlier. One second. Hold on. So if I don't, short-term memory is so bad. Like I need to write things down to talk about it. That's why I kind of just ran over there to write it down because otherwise yeah. I, it's like the, the first, so most people, right? I want that stigma about psilocybin or mushrooms to change. Again, it's not the dragons. It's not. Like the first time we smoked weed in college or like high school, whenever, like there's a joint, smoke it, everyone's doing it. Okay. There probably wasn't many second thoughts when you did it, right? Not just talking about you too. Like most people like, here's a joint, smoke it. You know, it's weed. You know, everyone does it. You do it. I want psilocybin to be the same thing. Like here's a psilocybin. We won't even call it magic mushroom because that's what scares people for some reason. Mushrooms scare people. And all I knew younger before I started doing it was like what was told to me, which is all these hippies at Woodstock do it. Okay. Again, I'm open minded. So like, yeah, the, the hippies do it. What the hippie doing? I just want to. We should make. Oh my God. Can we make that a t-shirt for real? Can we finally put out merch? <laughs> and I'm dead ass. Make it a tie-dye t-shirt and have it say what the hippie doing. But I just want to add. So I'm. I'm somewhat in the professional psychologist, veteran, maybe not veteran space. And a lot of them are intimidated by the whole psychedelic healing journey because they're losing customers. And honestly, as someone who had been in therapy, who genuinely did the work, who did the medication thing, who just, you know, ultimately, I just didn't want to feel like a broken person. I wanted to feel like I can have successful friendships and relationships and career, whatever, what have you, because I didn't want these traumatic events to define who I am. And some of them completely disregard the psychedelic healing journey because they, they're they losing out on customers. But honestly, sure. the way I see it is if it brings people to healing, why wouldn't you want them to get to that level? Because the level that I'm at now Yes, I still struggle, but I'm doing so much better than I was years ago. Why wouldn't you want people to be at that level of peace? I know we've had behavioral health uh, episodes before. I think we should do like a follow-up. I'll do like a questionnaire again in regards so to So this it. is like thoughts, thoughts, mental health And I know like episode. when I am not active anymore, that's what it kind of became. Thoughts, thoughts, there's no, there's no guidelines. It's just thoughts is thought, thoughts is thought and 
there's a theme um, though afterwards so and i'm like cool. picking up on the theme yeah. the theme the theme is mental health mental wellness natural health it. natural wellness natural ain't nature neat speaking of which like i you saw me yawning earlier and like i just had this mushroom tea and it's so good it's got adaptogens in it and like it's fucking cool and i also don't drink so i feel like it's very heightened like what i'm taking in my body you know like i don't feel like it's like toxic i feel like well, i can actually it's a, it's a weird thing to describe um, but maybe i'm again i don't know sure it's still a and they think uh a lot of like the native americans and like younger older than native americans they were eating mushrooms because they help slow your heart rate to make your eyes better. And they were saying they were ingesting them because they make them better hunters. So their eyes would be sharper. They'd think clearer. Heart would be slower. So what? they think that's why a lot of the Native Americans, even cavemen elsewhere, were ingesting them is because they made them better hunters. I could see that for sure. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a new thing, you know, lettuce has been around yeah. forever. And so mushroom bronchosaurus is eight fuck trees. And then I think cavemen probably along with the paleo diet, we're fucking just slamming mushrooms to be better. I think mushrooms are paleo actually. Sorry. That was stupid, but I don't know. A couple and million years later, they were doing that. Yeah. But like yeah. I am reading so much and, like, uh, and I hate watching shows and shit. Well, when I tell you, like, I, I've never known what I wanted to do before in my life, going from like high school to college, like baseball scholarship, you're going to play sports, right? So baseball scholarship, D1 school, great. I'm going to do this forever. No, nope, I suck at school because I don't know what I want to do. You know, it's just something that besides baseball, which I was good at, like I wasn't good at school because I have a love for a subject, I guess. And then flash forward, how many fucking years has it been? When I tell you this hit me like a fucking, like I was slapped in the face and everything really felt aligned. Like it was really profound, the feeling I felt. Since then, which was probably like four weeks ago, <laughs> it's been crazy. I feel incredible. I'm super happy considering a lot of other things going on, but. I, like, that's beautiful. I'm so happy for yeah. you yeah. because that is such a good feeling when you have something that you're like chasing down and you have that interest and you keep, you just keep going down rabbit holes and it never bores you. Like it, it's something that you could discover something new about like every single day. I think that that's fucking dope. So yeah. I started like, that's not even an interest. That's a passion, dude. And that's, yeah. that's beautiful. That's so cool. I'm, and a lot of people, a lot of people can't say that they found their passion in life. Or if they do, like I they started, like gave up on I took it. a picture of the moment. But like I felt it, uh, which looking at it now is a sh terrible picture, but like what I felt in that moment and what I, what I, you know, thought he sees through the screen. I'm like, God, and I still feel that way. And so I'm super stoked. And even if the business doesn't work out, which again, the long shot, my studies, at least between like my could masters. land you a job. It's one of those technology. clinics. Yeah, sure. You can exactly. see how a business is ran for a couple of years and then you go make your own business. That's why Spain kind of Spain does it now. So if I make a trip out to Spain to see how it's done, I'll be an intern for a fucking week or whatever. I'll do that because there's nowhere in the United States does it. Dude, that's so fucking amazing. And I don't want to be mid or last in like the game. I want to be like when this shit is 
legal. I want to be there. I want my name to be like a household name almost, you know? I'm not mid. I'm a household name. (laughs) (laughs) And having military backing and the VA already experimenting with psilocybin among vets and being in a state that loves it and being in a state that has so many fucking bases in 100 miles. And if I shit in the middle of it with this place, like the vets that seek psilocybin, again, it's not about money at all whatsoever. If the veterans are seeking psilocybin, the VA backs that as something that TRICARE can back up. There's one place to go. This is a veteran-owned company. So I'm already qualified for disabled veterans, small business and shit. Like, all I have to do is fucking open the place. Like, it's there. Yeah. So I mean, Spain sounds really cool, but you can also go down to Tijuana. And like really get like down with the natives and shit there. Every time I hear the word Tijuana, I just think of Cheech and Chong. His well, the Tijuana. I was gonna go to Spain alone, but if I guess if you guys don't want to go to Spain with me, then Oh, I'm definitely I'm trying to go to Bulgaria, but dude. There is opportunities down in Tijuana. There's I'm not going to Tijuana. Yeah. This whole I this whole laughing. dude like donated his whole house to be like the host healing center for psilocybin and ayahuasca. Yo, don't. Yo, don't. Well, veterans are going to Mexico for a while for psilocybin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did They're going to Mexico for the testosterone. I paid for that myself. And it was prescribed, so. Anyway, you want to- I mean, legally, like, the other doc has the second opinion. You can't argue that, so. Well, testosterone is great for their depression. So I'll give this a shot. And did that for a bit. And I was like, I- want to kill no myself wait where was where was the pun at he said i'll give it a shot oh yeah i didn't feel better doing that either i was like oh fuck all right oh no next option mushrooms i learned yeah i literally went cold turkey i didn't do a i didn't do it what do they call it goddamn pst i was just like i don't feel better i'm not doing it anymore because that's why i did it because i can get in shape just fine without fucking you know, testosterone and all that shit. But um, when I tell you, like, I didn't feel good and I tried every avenue I could, I did until I found something that which happens to be natural, thankfully. Yeah. And I'm still alive because it got close where I wasn't. So I'm really like happy and grateful. And I hope like other people that feel similar to me yeah. that don't want to take Prozac till they're shaky and questioned why they're shaky, you know? who don't want to be seen in, in clinics, who don't want the white walls and lab coats. I hope that even if it's one person, even that's all. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes, I also agree. That's beautiful. Sorry, I had to get out of the chat box to hit the M button so I could unmute myself. Not the shape. Sorry, man. I'm doing great. And you know what? No. Fucking Jackie Kennedy. You saw Let's talk Jackie Kennedy. Let's talk Jackie Kennedy. I got questions here. All right. I know where I'll go start. I know where it started. I know the guy with the sharp jaw. Even before the sharp jaw guy, I I heard Jackie Kennedy ate sheet metal. Have you ever seen her teeth? They are little razor blade beans. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So I I hop on TikTok one day and it's just on my for you page and it's like this the corniest fucking voice and it's jackie kenny wants sheet metal and i'm just like what the fuck and so like i'm stony baloney and i'm just watching this shit and i'm just like what the fuck is going on what did i miss do i need to go on urban dictionary what's going on but yeah it's just 
just her face, her teeth. And so they're like editing these little things to make her like, oh my God, are you on the article? Are you in, the, are you reading the article right now? No. Because if about to. you scroll down, it goes to this picture. And which... I think it's also like her wide eye, like her face, like her eyes this. are too far apart. I'm uncomfortable. Oh my God. This is so bad. Scroll down. Oh, no. The page. Do you think Big Sheet Metal had him assassinated? I don't know. Probably. I she, don't know. I could see it. They're like she's but, she's a threat to our industry. Apparently, this this was like a thing since 2021. Like wow. it says on June 10th, 2021, Twitter user YYZPZ quote retweeted a photo of Jackie Kennedy riding Jackie Watch Sheet Metal. Ah, so it started on Twitter. And earning over 320 likes in one year showed on the photo on the below on the left. On November 2nd, 2021, Twitter user. Are you guys reading? Are you in the, yeah. in the article? I'm not going to do Jack. Oh, okay. But it's big, fat moose. I can't finish it. Oh, my God. What? Tweeted, no. Tweeted Jackie or JFK and Jackie met because he was eating sheet metal alone and asked her if she wanted. Oh my god! True story. That's so mean. It's a love. It's a love story. How's that fucking poor Jackie? Right? Am I doing something wrong? Do I need to go to uh, like a club? Sheet metal. Let's just go. Okay. Okay. So switching gears just real, real quick. So. The question that I posed to you guys before, sorry, I'm rapid firing right now, but we got to provide the comedy, the comedic relief for the palate cleanser. So you know, sometimes it's not always me. funny. Sometimes you just need to get the point across. That's yeah. true. But I also have been really sad because the whole oh like gasoline thing. Oh, did you, did I tell you guys about that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just, I need to laugh because long story short, I was out with my friend. We were out shopping. Uh, I used my fiance's truck to pick up the countertops. And then we parked the truck and we went to go get food after. And then we come back out and it smelled like gasoline. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And then like I turned my truck on and there was like no fuel in there. I'm like, oh, fuck. Someone siphoned my gasoline. But jokes on them. I did not have a lot of gasoline left. I was going to go fill up. And so I drive to the gas station and I plug the little nozzle into the thing. And... Gas starts gushing at the bottom of the fucking truck. And I'm like, shit, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. And I look under there and there's a huge hole in the gas tank. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I think somebody and my friend is just because this also happened. Maybe we, I need to call the place to get the security footage. Probably call them tomorrow. But yeah, they drilled a hole in the gas tank, which is fucking ballsy. Could you imagine like. How stupid and how desperate. And I'm just like, I feel bad for these kind of people. You I'm like, it was I. George Bush. He, he just wanted to make sure of fuel. Maybe it was Jackie like nibbling on it because she was like tired of sheet metal. <laughs> oh my God. It goes to Jackie Kennedy up underneath my truck. Yeah, this truck. Some people steal Catholic <laughs> like gremlin. It's like a gremlin. Oh, I. No, she's dead. That's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. Oh, they are well, that's about to be the next president, anyways, until I get popped in the head again. Yeah. Anyway. A threat? It's just a prediction. Not a threat. <sighs> my friends were telling me since I'm clearing that I need to change my handle from not a JTAC to not a soldier. <laughs> a soldier. Not a soldier. 
And they're also saying like, I should sell the handle. They're like, do you know four privates will pay so much money a person to have it? They probably would, but I would admit like, it's not even like I'm that tied to it. They're already getting paid shit money. So why the fuck would you take advantage of that? I'm not that that. tied to Instagram. It's just like, why they're going to get, they're going to what? Drop thousands of dollars and feel what they're going to talk to. So. They are probably saying you could sell your account to those people who buy followers. They buy accounts with. Yeah. That. We all know in this community. Like Keegan Denlop, oh. whatever the fuck his name is. Everyone knows he's. What? It was Nora who, who said that he spent, what, 16 grand or some shit for. Fucks, you justify that. Ask, ask Nora because she posted what they, what the conversation was. And he spent a lot of money to, for his following. And his following is not off of self. You know, it's based I off- I feel good it, about it, my organically grown followers. I will say that. You know how like I TikTok- I grew them myself. It's like our favorite tic- our TikTok boots, right? He doesn't yeah. claim- so he, His fame is off other people, right? And, and again, I love TikTok. I talk to him every day. But like Keegan, where the fuck the loser's name is- same fucking thing. He puts a shitty, all right, this is a rant. I don't care. Thoughts, thoughts. Shitty fucking reaction over videos that aren't his, or he just posts videos that aren't his with paid followers. Again, Nora can cover this. She has before, and I love her. So we can get her chimed in because she, she hates, he, she might hate him as much as I do. And if he, yeah. He's my. I've heard, I don't hate Marine. anybody. He's my Marine Tim Kennedy. I've learned at my old age to just unfollow people, and I feel so much better. So yeah, it is very freeing. It is very. I don't like when I check Instagram. It's not to catch up with the drama of whatever the DOD is like upset about today, because that shit is so draining. And you know what pisses me off? Sorry, here's a Amanda's musing here or Panda's ponderings, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know. You know what pisses me off is when All people use clickbait, when people use clickbaity titles to gain attention, and to, they take a page out of Fox News and CNN's book. Like CNN got called out for the amount of times they said "breaking news, breaking news, breaking news," and like literally just feeding off of the panic. Like we are socially conditioned nowadays to be in receipt mode or receive mode of bad news. Like we are always anticipating bad news. We're stressed as fuck. A literal update to life is breaking news. Even like in the breaking news. Okay, this guy. But But we're always like, I'm like, can we sit on the four hours? Growing up was like, yeah, let's think about it. Breaking news, like growing up, Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. And national emergencies. And invasion, you know, that it seems like it's okay. Let's stop what we're doing at work even. Because when I go on my phone, it's breaking news. Wall Street is going to do X, Y, and Z. I've been hearing about, but yes, breaking news, it's crying wolf. It's just losing its fucking, it's And it's that's taste. what makes me so mad about the- Somebody tell me breaking news. I'm not going to fucking look at it when I see the red right Like I said, I'm not just talking military meme pages. I'm talking like, you know, just your everyday meme pages. It's just, it feeds on the engagement. The engagement is addictive. It's addictive. It is purposely designed to be that way yeah fuck and the way that you get those that engagement is you have a clickbaity title to get people riled up without having all the facts for using huh 
Is it the media's problem though, or is it the? Consumer? No, it's not the media's problem, but it's like well, people need to like take a second. Like it's it's not so much that like, you have to tell people like, hey, don't post that, don't post that, because what the fuck is that going to do? People are gonna, just going to post it. But what people need to know is like when you are in receipt receive mode, like twenty four seven, is you need to kind of stop and research things first before you have an emotional reaction and i have to do that too even with a lot of things that i really feel strongly about like I, yeah for sure nowadays are, like this is just receiving we are just receiving what data receiving i don't information you're receiving just a lot of just news a lot of stress. you're receiving through, stress it's not through the fucking ears either it's just through the eyes completely and you're just receiving it. it. And then what? I don't know if we even know how to retain it. Obviously, we take what we want, considering. As, as we see, and I think as we've seen a lot of, there's also a, a quite a lack of critical thought nowadays as well because of like our instant like reaction to news all the time. I'm Keep, keep up with me here. But. There's a lack of critical thought on things. And when people see things, they have a very emotional response. She says, which, is, which is the intended reaction. But it's it's sad. And like I said, people just need to be like, take a moment like yourself, like not the other people. I'm not telling people don't post things. I'm just saying to other people, take my advice if you want to. But just take a moment. If you see news, digest it before you react to it. Okay, I just sit with it. You don't have to respond right away either. What what scares me is again, like I have I have kids and everyone raises their children differently. But what's scary is how children are gonna be in the eighteen plus years. Then I got ever you know, when I used to go out with my kids for dinner when they were really young, you would get, just so my significant other and I could have a moment to each other, look in each other's eyes. Here's your favorite show, whenever. And that, and speaking for me personally, that didn't leave that table. They didn't go roam and watch that. And so many households now fucking in the house or elsewhere is just the fucking iPad babies. And I don't, I'm so like concerned and intrigued how like those people are going to grow up and eventually like, and being a part of society and in, you know, making decisions for the country. We joke about it, like the privates. It's like the thousand yard Sarah, but it's more like the, did you just steal my candy look? Like you, they look like a pug when you surprise them. Like that. Yeah. Face. You know that, uh, that if you talk to true. them in person, like they're the younger ones, like they don't usually make eye, eye contact. They don't like, it's just not all of them. There are definitely outgoing kids, but like a lot of them are, they have that, and then later you find out that they like you. They're then they think that you're nice, and you're just like you like looked at me as if I had. My yeah, my soldier. This is like last head. year. I'm super nice, yeah. in my opinion. But I my expectations are so fucking low. My expectations are literally the bare minimum: right place, right time, right uniform, right what is expected of you. And when you're there in that moment, take initiative and learn. Like my two add-ons, channel seeker. I'm not asking too much is you shouldn't be sitting down people are working. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't know what you're doing, just be a part of the process and learn, but nobody fucking wants to do that. And so I end up being grumpy 
And so my soldiers are like, oh, yeah, you can be grumpy at sometimes. No, I'm really not grumpy. Just I think my expectations are too high for, which is another reason why, like, I'm fed up with, like, active duty is I love my job too much to be around people who shit on the same job. Good or bad, you know. I agree. Like, you feel like the army makes you dumber. I just feel like a waste of, it sounds so... I hate wasteful. It's a, a lot of people like, are very close-minded. Like a waste of talent, almost, or like a waste of like time. A waste of a energy. Fuck's given. Just so much invested that I poured out into people who are just like. Hmm. I have invested so many fucks into this organization, and for what? Exactly. I have hundreds of people every week asking for my Google Drive, asking me questions about work. That is where it's worth it. Across the force, it's fun. Yeah, sure. Here you go. But like when it's your own people, your own platoon, and they're just like, I'll go on it. I'll go on the internet for validation, I guess. Well, okay. So bigger picture, society, multiple entities, whomever you want to insert into that. They profit off of you being insecure, being scared, you know, feeling a certain type of emotion. They benefit off of that. And, you know, whether it's for engagement or or if you're constantly consuming certain media. So it could be your phone or for me, for example, I'll call myself out. I was so desperate to be liked, to be pretty, to be validated that I was constantly reading, you know, Seventeen magazine and certain, you know, teeny bopper magazines and stuff and like constantly thinking that everything that I'm seeing is is true or what have you. And, you know, I... I see that sense in a lot of the youth, you know, whatever instance you want to apply here. But for me, I'll just, you know, say, okay, like you need to be eating this kind of stuff. You need to be wearing this kind of stuff. You need to wear this makeup, et cetera. So when you're constantly consuming a certain biased media, you know, you're going to think that it's true and you're going to, you know, hate yourself and want to push yourself to be a certain type of way so that you fit in or that you think similarly to other people. And so, for people to constantly put screens in front of their kids, you know, of course, socially, they're going to be a little inept, but also, you know, they're, they're going to be complacent. They're going to be dependent on this constant stimulation and validation of news of, you know, certain information to where they won't engage with human people. They'll get it from media. Jess, you okay? Yeah, sorry. I just got over a cold, so I like cough. So okay, I thought you were crying. I was like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Can we just know No, I'm not that emotional. But okay, um, so you can apply that to anything to politics, to social stances, to certain um, movements, etc. So yeah, like iPad kids, even you know, constantly be on social media. Can I give them the benefit of the doubt, though, with that, like the iPad kid generation and so on, like the children of millennials because you know we're talking about oh i wonder how they're gonna turn out you know being ipad kids honestly i feel like there's some hope for the millennials in the future gen z gen a whatever the fuck is that next after this because like we're actually the ones going to therapy like our parents and our grandparents didn't and we're actually i would say i would venture to say a lot of us whether like it's through a you know, a religious movement in a way. I, you know, if that's what brings you your peace, that's what brings you your inner peace. But, you know, I feel like a lot of other people are actually working on themselves. And I'm not going to say like all of them are going to be better, 
But I think the ones who are actually taking a more holistic mindset in a less judgmental approach to it are going to fare better in the long run. Yeah, for sure. But and still like, being adaptable, you know, you like, can't, not, you can't just not, like make excuses for things. Like you have there's explanations for things, but there's not excuses for things. It's not I the think. kids' fault at all either. Like it's what it's us people who are their age they're giving yeah. it to like it's like ipad kids right like it's is it your fault no it's like being like it's like being like fucking computer kids what we were nintendo what we were we the game Just, boy things like, are like our result it's like being aware like it's like being fucking what's my dad game? would go off all the time be like oh you guys all you do is text 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 tickety or you call it tickety texting or it was so stupid but now he's the one who does it the most. But like it's just generational. They all do it. But go to that, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna wrap it up soon. Yeah, I gotta hop off here. I um, need something to eat. Oh, but I loved great. this conversation. This was great. Oh. I got that. I have one, one more, one more. Actually, wrap it up if that's okay, Thotty. For sure. Okay. If I had, I had posed this question for you guys, and. I was trying, I think I was trying to get to it before we got oh, squirrel brain. Anyway, the question that I had was fictional character that could take on a skinwalker in a bare knuckle boxing match. Wreck Ralph. It's funny you say that because I literally wrote this down. Rolf from Ed and Nettie. My God. I don't remember. Is he? That's a throwback. Rolf. It's, oh my God. You, no, come on. You've seen. I didn't watch TV that much growing up. I oh, still didn't. You know this by now. I don't know anything about anyone. That's like the weirdest thing. It's not. It's okay. actually not. But who's Ralph? Was he? He's not Ed. He was the one with the blue hair. He was the one with the blue hair that would constantly make fun of Ed and an Eddie. He'd he was. Like, oh, you stupid Ed like, boy. Yeah. I know. I'm but, yeah. The weirdest strength. Like, what? What do you he call was, that? It's like farm bar boy strength. Ranch hand. But not yeah. like a farm farm. It's That's like Greg's frowned upon now. Just right, wait till I'm not the We're gonna see what I'm talking about. You guys right, can well, watch this like I think Wreck It Ralph would fuck up. What's his name? Ralph. We'll call it No, a skinwalker. I mean, oh my god, between the two of those the Wreck It Ralph is he's got those huge paws, man. I just don't know what character to add to this conversation. I know who Greg is. Ralph. Oh, here we go. This nerd? I thought he's one of the brothers. He's not an no, or that's wrong. The other head? No. We have to beat up a skinwalker? Fuck yeah, he could. You didn't see the show, dude. Yeah, you gotta watch the show. That's your assignment. You have to watch Ed and Eddie now. I'm not Specifically going to, for Rolf. You should know that by now. I'm gonna I'm send you YouTube put on lo-fi music. I'm gonna lay on the floor and look at Ooh. a ceiling. That's like an amazing rest yes. of your night. Yes. Yeah. So happy for you. All right, we'll wrap it up. Hold uh, on, quick candle oh. review. This candle in my bathroom, I fucking hate. And oh. I always light it because it's like the last lasting candle I have. And every time I walk in here, I'm like, it smells like wood chimney things. And it's fucking, oh, it's so hot. Um, it smells wet? That's a candle. Kimber. Wet. Remember, it's timber. Like wet leaves. Just imagine, no. just imagine like fresh wood shavings, but not the kind that you might like. 
That's like a gerbil nest. Yeah, imagine a hamster that was just decapitated, and then you're just smelling its cage. Oh no! At least three months. Ew. Minimum. That's probably one of the more mild deaths that hamsters had. Oh, I'm traumatized by pet smart. All right, I'm gonna take piss boy for a walk, and then I'm gonna watch cool stuff on the internet. Yeah. Yay. So. That was Thank thoughts, you. Thoughts. We love thoughts, thoughts. I I like just shooting it with you guys instead like of not having a script. Yeah, I like vibing and thought. We like thoughting. Thoughting. What yeah. the hippie doing? What the hippie? What doing? the hippie doing? <laughs> oh, I wanted to say that a couple like twenty minutes ago, I got I had like deja vu. Like Amanda, you were talking, and like I felt like I had been here before, and I like. Whenever I get like flashbacks like that, like I like low key like get nauseous and want to throw up. Not in a bad way. It's just it's like a weird. Like a dog. No, like it's like a weird thing that I've gotten like after my after my my last concussion. Yeah. It's just like a thing. But I was oh, like, yeah. wow, I love this. I love y'all. Yeah, I think love it's, it's a nice little tingle. All right, group hug in the shower tonight. What the? <laughs> I don't think I'll be going west at this point, Amanda. Boo. I already told Tree. I might have been West? Weast? You mean Weast? Weast? I thought you said, yeah, I thought you said <laughs> Weast. I might not be going towards Washington State. Oh, por que no? But. Mm. We got to do the DOD trip. Until my wedding. Hello. Both of you better be there. Yeah. Stuff in my mail. Interesting. I don't get out of bed for anything that's not six months in advance, so you better hurry. Huge wedding schedule. You gotta, you gotta book me, all right? Oh my god! Excuse I told you the date. You, you better lock that in without, without the. We already have the location, like locked in. So just mm, lock, lock that date in. Put that I'll in your Google time. calendar. I'm actually officiating a, a wedding in North Carolina in February. So, oh, oh that sounds that, cool. Not that soon, but fun. I've got to learn the vowels. The vowels or the vowels? <laughs> the vowels. I don't, I don't know. think he knows what those are. Bye. Is that like a verb? <laughs> it's what, okay. Bye, guys. It's what you do. All right. I'm going to take a piss and take Piss Boy for a walk. Say what? Well, Bye. 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 Bye.